What's going on, Versus Community? It's your boy, Cell, along with my co-host. Run! <laughs> Coming with, uh, I believe, is the last set of spoilers for Fantastic Battles, Scrolling Bones, and speaking of which, first card out, card out the gate we want to talk about is the first um, scroll MC we've seen which is Super Scroll. Super Scroll stats are pulling up the picture. Here we go. Super Scroll is frightful. Level 1. He's 256 health. He has a keyword Scroll Soldier. At the start of your turn, you may put a minus 1, minus 1 counter on an enemy character. Makes sense because Soldier puts it on a, a negative on a supporting enemy character and Scroll Soldier can put it on anybody. Level up. First Faker. Level up 4 XP. At the end of your turn, Super Scroll gains 1 XP for each of the following face-up characters. Human Torch, Invisible Woman, Mr. Fantastic, and The Thing. Now, let me go ahead and read the level 2. Get that out the way. Level 2, he has Flight, 666 Health, Cosmic Energy Power Receptors. When Super Scroll levels up, he gains the keywords and superpowers he doesn't already have from the following face-up characters. Human Torch, Invisible Woman, Mr. Fantastic, and The Thing. When Human Torch, Invisible Woman, Mr. Fantastic, or The Thing appears, Super Scroll gains the keyword and superpowers he doesn't already have from them. Now, one of the things the blog article says is that he gains XP for supporting and main characters on both sides. But if there are more than one of a specific character on all sides, he will only gain one XP. So, if, you know, you got uh, Human Torch. I got Human Torch. He's only getting one XP. Uh, but also, one of the things that said for Super Scroll that I'm, I'm glad about, it says for his level two, he copies powers on all sides, not just your side. And there's no expiration on the powers. So once they, they've appeared, he gets the power. That's it. That That's pretty decent. I like Super Scroll. But that uh, face-up character thing, like Reed Richards, nah, not feeling that. Not feeling that at all. Thoughts on uh, Super Scroll, Vern? And they keep giving us MCs that make you have to work hard. Um, this guy, well, first of all, I think the uh, Super Scroll portion of his powers is underrated. Nobody's really talking about that. Uh, dishing out a neg every turn is really good. And you can also supplement that thing by adding more negative counters to the deck. And considering there's a lot of positive counters going around, um, that might be a viable strategy. The only thing is, um, his level up, like a lot of people will complain about Reed Richards level up, but technically his level up is even more difficult Yeah, because Reed just needs three, three fantastic four characters. This guy needs fan, Mr. Fantastic to come out too. Right. So you're talking about potentially not leveling this guy up until turn seven. And if you go the cheat route, like maybe if you ramp or if you if you go with uh You could ramp, you could pixie, you, you could dramatic pixie or dramatic yeah. entrance, that's super expensive. It is. And not necessarily 
gonna work because if you go the pixie route, even when you level, when he flips over, he'll only get the power of whoever's out there. And if you're going a pixie route, you're KOing whoever you bring in early. And you're depleting your your locations, which means that when you do level, his level two isn't as valuable. So I don't know, man. Well, that keep in mind, well, his his level once once he levels up, because it says when he levels up, he gains the keyword and superpowers he doesn't already have from those four face-up characters. So when you sit back and compare his level one that says uh he gets the XP, but uh, the level two, when he levels up, he'll get those abilities if they're out. You know right, what I mean? It's their route. But that's what I'm saying. If you go on the pixie route. And your whole way of getting, or you going a dramatic interest route, and your whole way of getting XP is bringing somebody in and that KOs at the end of the turn, then most likely there's a good chance that whoever you bring out is leveling you up. You get that guy's powers, and then you still have to work to get the rest of the folk powers. Which, I mean, that might work because, you know, you're just trying to level up as soon as possible, and then you can just play the rest. But even still, you know, it's it's just a it's a difficult. You gotta you gotta you really have to practice and figure this out. It's not so oh, sure. this. Well, I agree. Uh, jump in and be ready to go right away, and it still might be too slow. I agree. But no, when no, you I level agree. up, oh my goodness, getting yeah. all those powers on one guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's um. Yeah, those are some pretty good powers too. And like the article said, keep in mind, he gets the powers of the people who are main characters, too. Yeah. So that makes him way more dangerous because if he can get Reed Richards abilities and he's triggering the master invention. That's that's kind of messed up. And keep in mind, too, if somebody's playing Reed Richards. He only has to get the ability once. So if he has red in the deck and he gets to level up before Richards levels up, which is possible, then that means he's going to get Reed Richards' red ability to go get Fantastic Four characters out of his deck. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it, it, the potential here is fantastic. I just hate that it's surrounding these four people. You know? Right. It's 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 super obvious. Um, but man, the the potential, right, right. So you you have a you having a, a chance to get like if your opponent is playing a fan one of these Fantastic Four MCs, you get it. You have a chance to get that MC's powers, and since you're playing the SEs in your deck, you can also get that character's SEs powers. I yep. mean, the, and and the the versatility of these powers are ridiculous. So you would have an absolute powerhouse. That can hide, that can avoid getting stunned. When he does get stunned, he can just impervious skin it. I mean, it's it's just yeah. You build it's, count. It's so many things he can do. It's crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, it really it really is crazy. However, you got to get there, and then you got to have the stuff left over to use it. So I don't know. It's it's tough, but man, the you know what level. What if people level. play on uh seven potential. high level? Oh yeah, I definitely high level potential. You know what people gonna be playing on seven is Luke Cage. Like you got all these powers, but I'm I'm gonna be able to take all these counters for it. Cause like I said, he he gonna. I mean, 
before he before he KOs, before the game is over with, he'll easily have probably six powers, seven powers that's not his. Because by the time you level up with Pixie and you play a normal curve of four, five, six, seven, and even with Pixie, you still bring it in people early. So he'll have flight, range, burn stuff, invisibility, you know what I mean? So, I mean, even if he gets uh, Ben Grimm stuff, you know, and the plus 10, the plus 10 for the offense or the defense, that's ridiculous. He don't even need to have impervious skin. Just getting plus 10 defense is going to keep this dude alive. You're going to need some serious uh, one-hitter quitters. You know what I mean? You're going to need to put red team in the deck. You got to put Chuck in the deck. I mean, you, you got to come with some people that's like, I don't give a crap about your abilities. And fortunately, to balance him out, you have characters like that for the cosmic format for Gen Con. You know, because you got Black Bolt, you got Falconer, you know, you got uh, Crycheck with Fight or Die. You know, you got characters that don't care nothing about all these different abilities because their abilities are going to trigger before he gets to do anything in response anyway. You know, so um, like I say, you you really it, the the potential is just ridiculous because if you don't start hitting him quick and balancing out all abilities he has versus how much health he has, he could just be healthy and just work you over. Oh no, you need him to die before he levels. <laughs> you, you need him to die. But with six health, flips. what's the odds that that's gonna happen? I don't know. You know, he ain't he already got five defense. <laughs> you know, five defense is going to, you know, one shock, one fine cover is going to give a, a three swing in his favor. You know, so, um, yeah, I, I this is going to be real, real problematic. He, gonna, he, can, he can definitely become a problem real quick. You know, so like I said, it'll be interesting to see what people come up with. Uh, I like the fact that he doesn't have any um, superpowers because whatever superpowers he gets, or whatever you plan on playing around, then that means that his deck is going to look different for everybody. You know, if you plan on uh, rotating his abilities based off a of torch, you're going to use more blues. If you go to pixie route, depending on other stuff that's in, in the card pool that might help him stay alive long enough to level up or, you know, he might go, you might ramp instead of doing pixie because that could get you to play these characters faster instead of having them KO. You know, it's, it's so many different ways for for this type of stuff to go off. I think anybody who everybody who plays Super Scrolls is going to probably play them different. You know, yeah. so it'll be interesting to see how, uh, how everything goes down. So we're moving on. Finally got the Human Torch himself, Johnny Storm. Human Torch, Fantastic Four affiliation, level one, flight range, two, four, five. Terrible stat block. Terrible. I, I called I it. stat block. <laughs> well, we all call this ability Flame On. Main phase blue, put three plus one plus one counters on Human Torch. Now it balances back out. Pyrogenesis. <laughs> Pyrogenesis level up is eight XP. When the Human Torch gains any number of plus one plus one counters, he gains <laughs> that much XP. I'll go ahead and read a uh, level two. Level two, still uh, flight range, six, six, five health. He keeps flame on, but he adds Nova Burst as a superpower. Main phase blue, put minus one, minus one counters equal to the number of plus one, plus one counters 
Human Torch has, divided as you choose on any number of enemy supporting characters. So, thoughts on Human Torch? Really good. Yeah, really, dude, dude. Really good. Yeah, dude is uh he ain't messing around. He ain't messing around. Smart smart design. Uh his stats his stats don't bother me that much because of his ability. Right. He can level extremely quickly. Like uh I mean, people were coming up with ways you can level up on two. It's actually possible to level up on one, depending on what you're playing. And if you're willing to blow your hand up like that, most people won't. But um, he, he, he levels fast. He hits hard. I like that he's balanced mm-hmm. on level two. Um, so even if you, even if you, you know, get, get his counters off, he can bounce back really quickly. Mm-hmm. And he and you won't have to be scared to continue attacking, even though he only has five health, which is about about the only thing that's holding him back. Uh, it's, his level two is also smartly designed. I like how they went about doing his uh, how his supernova hurts himself because basically you're using boost for both powers, so that's how they're right. balancing it out. Right, right. So you have to make choices on how to use the blues that you have. Mm-hmm. Even if you do like find ways to reuse your blues, it's it's um it's smart. I like the way they did it. It's good, obviously. I don't know if it's the best MC yet, but I like it a lot. I think he's dangerous just because he's easy to level and he has flight and range. He gets to be offensive while getting defended. That's always dangerous. You know, sticking people in the front, JJ Miss A on the front lines, he's in the back row bucking shots, you know, got some mercenary people team attacking with him. And you can't hit folks and but you already got blues. You know, you might have a shadow cat in the deck stopping the people in the front row from getting hit. So so Johnny Storm can do stuff. You know, you might have uh, um, other stuff in the deck like fine, co- not fine cover, but uh, think again or fall back or whatever just to keep the people in the front row there just so he can just keep getting big and blasting folks then you figure you you probably gonna have a force in there anyway because you're going to be using um build a better world to turn your basics back face up you'll have keys on four jj on three keys on four turning your other colors into blues miss a on five she's already um uh a force affiliated She's going to be used, helping you use uh, Build a Better World, Iron Man on six. Like he, He's going to get huge and stay huge. And because he can keep using this ability over and over again, if you don't find a way to get this off of him, you, you just, you just dead. Because <laughs> you're just going to die. You, you know, because he's already using Nova Burst. Because once he gets so big, He's only he should only be using these to consistently be a threat, you know. Once he gets Man. so big, he's not going to use it anymore. You're going to use these blues to keep his field small, so he'll have let you know your opponent will have less attackers to come at the people that's multi health in the front row. You're Man. not going to just keep using the blues to just keep putting counters on. You're going to manage their front row so you don't lose your people that's in the front. And then right. you're going to always use Johnny to just buck shots at him. You know, with him being 6'6", six, six, on, on the level up, how you get in the solo? He swings. Oh, now he's 7'7". Seven, seven. You, you know what I mean? Uh, 
If you don't have keys, you got stick as a backup. Oh, great. And you still got uh, solo in the back. You know, so you play key, uh, you play stick. He's eight, eight. He swings. He's nine, nine. Fantastic. You, you know what I mean? Like, like, what do we do now? You know, so, so putting counters on him, not even going to be a problem. I mean, I was talking to Dawson yesterday. There's so many teams that focus on counters. It's not even funny. It's easy to get counters on this dude. It, Piece of cake. Matter of fact, it's not even, it's not even a problem. The problem is figuring out the way you want to do it. Right. Uh, but again, I don't want to get too we, – we are past the point where putting a bunch of counters on your character is, is guaranteed victory. It's so much counter hate. It's so much days. Oh, for sure. Uh, well, that's what makes him a good character. Yeah. So that's, it's, that's, I mean, that's really what makes him a really balanced character. Yeah. Yeah. Because, yeah. like I said, the balanced. ease of putting counters on him is, is a piece of cake. That's a catwalk. Uh, you know, that's a, that's a cakewalk. But uh, getting counters off of him – see, the thing I like about getting counters off of him <laughs> Getting counters off of him is easy, but wounding him to get the counters off of him will be a different story. Yeah, that's true. You know what I mean? So it's a really balanced, it's a really balanced character. He was really thought out, thought out well. Cause like I said, if Nova Burst was on a, a different color, he'd just be Thor. You know, he'd just be Thor redo, you know, just it, it just and, and that would be terrible well, for Possibly him. worse version of Thor, honestly. Yeah, he got ro- he got range. Yeah, possibly. Range and he can distribute the counters the way counters. he wants, right? So and it's yeah. easy to get the counters on him. Yeah, yeah. So, like I said, this is uh, no, I, I like I like Torch. I like Torch because, like I said, uh, um, he reminds me a little bit of um, well, who was that? Weapon Weapon Omega. Yeah, he reminds me of, of a a better version, a retooled version of him. That like a version that could actually work. You know, so he um, he doesn't he doesn't neuter his own characters, <laughs> <laughs> right? Right. You know, so yeah, it's gonna be interesting. He's gonna be interesting too, because since he only has blues that he needs, and depending on how people level up and what they want to do to get counters on him, yeah, it could be a lot of different versions of Torch too. Because if Torch is, uh, you got Torch and maybe one other character that's doing a lot of the swinging. Then that means you got a lot of tricks you could put in the deck as far as discard and blowing up resources and all types of stuff that you can you can really put in this torch deck. So um, he's a he's a balanced character, but he also opens up a lot of deck building possibilities, which I appreciate. You know, whereas like Scroll and uh, Reed Richards, they kind of they kind of closing in and and hampering your ability to uh, build decks. You know what I'm saying? So, um, it's, it's really, it's really open with, with Torch. So moving on to Invisible Woman, level one, obviously Fantastic Four affiliation. Level one has flight and she's zero six with five health. And she has mass invisibility, main phase yellow. Each character in the Invisible Woman's row has invisibility this turn. Lightbender level up six XP when any number of characters on your side hide. Invisible Woman gains that many XP, so obviously she counts for herself. Level two, she gets flight. She still keeps mass invisibility. Her stats are four ten. Still have five health, and she gets psionic force field. Uh, any turn, any combat, blue or re- or green, 
characters in the combat can't strike this combat. That's an interesting, uh, interesting ability that she's not she keeping everybody from striking everybody. She's not just right. keeping your people from being struck. She's keeping your people from striking as well. You know, I do see that coming in handy when it's time to uh, um, late game. You know, when it's time to make sure that your people not going to just get their face beat in with Gilgamesh. <coughs> yeah. Or some sometimes when people uh, they flip the script on you with some savage surprises or something like that, and you want to you want to not get struck because your character is too valuable and you wasn't you didn't see that savage surprise coming. You know, it's a powerful ability for sure. Oh yeah, yeah. You got two colors to use it with. I mean, right. Can't complain right. about that. Plus, she's her her defense is already huge. Right. She still she goes from uh, six defense to ten defense. So and then I mean she's highly highly defensive. And the thing I like about that it, with her being so defensive, some of your most offensive characters can definitely go in the deck. You know so. Um, I definitely like uh, like her ability to be able to do that. I'm trying to figure out how you winning though, man. I mean, I'm a little bit disappointed. I because Sue Storm is so versatile and so powerful. Yeah, like it could have been added some type of uh, something, some type of attack. Like you know, but whatever. Uh, they wanted a defensive character. It's cool. But again, it's like okay, you can survive. That's that's not an issue. But my issue is okay. Dark Phoenix still exists, so how right. are you killing? Why, people? why are we dragging? Right, why are we dragging this out <laughs> to the late game? How are you killing where, people? Yeah, in the world where Dark Phoenix exists, why are we dragging this out to the late game? Now, well, now, feel- now, why, now, now, since I said that, what I will say is her character's abilities really do allow for you to abuse Franklin Richards, so you can probably send. A bunch of nonsense over to the uh, to the pocket dimension, dimension. Mm-hmm. but even still, Dark Phoenix is still gonna come out there and shut your superpowers off so that you won't be able to use her abilities anymore. Mm-hmm. But you will probably have a huge board over there uh, in the other dimension, so that might be an option. I think that she can use. I think that she can protect Willie Lumpkin better than anybody, so that give you a whole bunch of. Um, extra characters or extra cars in your hand. I think she can mm-hmm. protect your boy uh, Wyatt Wingfoot. She can probably ab- abuse him more than anybody. But I don't know, man. Also, that le- that level up, like, it's troublesome to me. It's hard. It- it's going to be difficult unless you add some other uh, teams to the mix. It's mm-hmm. gonna be difficult to get that her level off level up off quickly. Because oh, sure. yeah. unless you pull a whole bunch of one drops and keep them face up or keep them safe, you're not gonna level before turn three. Right. And then that's when JJ comes out. Right. And it seems like everybody's playing JJ at this point, based on all how, these yellow how, towers. How can you not? Oh, I, I cannot. <laughs> <laughs> Don't tempt me. Yeah, um, like I said, this is. I like yeah. her. Yeah, I, like I just her. you just got to yeah. figure out what you got to have a plan and you got to be able to execute the plan. The only thing I don't like about characters like her is 
you lose you're losing an attacker out the gate and that's hard it's hard to lose an attacker out the gate because if you're losing an attacker out the gate then that means you're relying it's way more expensive to play your support characters because now you gotta you have to make sure that they're going to be able to come through for you yeah instead of saying hey i don't have anybody in my hand let me go ahead and at least play these plot twists to do these tricks in order to hurt my opponent and still possibly get a wound on them. Well, with her, that's not going to happen. Because the vast majority of MCs have at minimum five defense. Well, you're four attack. So now what are you going to do? You, you know what I mean? And then you also have a situation where you can make her more aggressive because her defense is so huge. It's going to take a long time. You know, you're probably talking turn six before Cersei, Cersei comes out. Anybody who can just naturally turn right, you know, just turn sideways and attack her uh, without any superpowers or anything to be able to stun her. You know, so um, I, I get the flavor and uh, the balance, I obviously get the psionic force fields, you know, uh, her ability to stop people from getting hurt, to protect uh, Fantastic Four, that type of stuff. But I, like, I'm with you. How you how you win it? And then with the power she has, even if you take advantage of the greens, um, yeah, you might have some might make rights in there. You might have some gargoyles, uh, not gargoyles, but um, is that that dude's name? Gargoyle. Yeah. Yeah, gargoyle and beast. You know, Put some respect with, uh, on his ugly face. Right. <laughs> team up with uh, some defenders and whatnot. But it's like, okay, if I have to use Mike Makes Right, I don't want to turn anybody invisible because I got to flip my face down and lose my counters. You know, so I, like, I'm like I said, I'm with you. Who? What am I? What am I doing to make sure I can keep this? Uh, you know, keep the pressure on the MC. Because I don't think she can keep the pressure on the MC. You're going to have to do some brainstorming. Yeah, I agree. The potential is there. Oh, no, yeah, for sure. For sure. Because like I said, with her having the yellows, uh, maybe you're going to do some ramping and get to the late game quick and uh, level up when you level up and then stop the combats for your big characters. You know? So, I don't even know if you can do that. What you because mean? if you ramp, that means you're you're killing your board presence, and you already down an attacker. And these 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 four and five and six drops hitting so hard at this point, one Gilgamesh ain't gonna save you. <laughs> no, but so I'm saying if know. you ramp, if you go first and you ramp, you'll be two resource points ahead. Here's hoping at least two resource points ahead by the time your your heavy hitters come out. And you'll be protecting them. You see what I mean? Um, and that makes it hard too with invisibility. Now that we're talking about uh, attacking, because invisibility says your character has to be ready exactly. at the end of the, you know, at the end of the turn. So you telling me I need to either figure out how to ready these people after I attack, which can be done, or I have to not attack. So now you're talking about ramping the turn 10 with uh, your boy Iwatu. Like I said, I like her, but it's uh, it's, it's an uphill battle. It's not it's an cool. easy puzzle to solve. It's, it's not. 
it's not you know I think it'll be definitely be worth it just because you have the access to the blues and the yellows to stop these these strikes from happening you know so it's something to definitely look into so on also um okay yeah I just described invisibility okay so now let's move on to the ever loving blue eyed thing fantastic four affiliation level one he is five three with six health superpower defender of yancey street main phase red until the start of your next turn characters on your side can't be attacked while they're being protected by the thing and his level up ability a level up is four xp the ever loving blue eyed thing when the thing is attacked he gains an xp it's only four Okay. Yeah. When the thing is attacked, he gains an XP for each character he's protecting. That's that's a pretty easy level up. So Defender of mm-hmm. Yancey Street being on red. Uh unless people fly over. I, I think thing, <laughs> things things got that in the bag because uh he's got some pretty good some pretty good uh characters he can be protecting. You know, so uh Thing being on red, I think is decent. So now let's move to level two. Still Fantastic Four team affiliation. 10-6, six, six health. He still has Defender of Yancey Street. And he has uh, green main phase. Uh, no, combat green. It's clobbering time. The thing gets plus 10 attack and can't be stunned this attack. Nice. So thoughts on thing? All right, here's my concern for thing, and it's already been it's already been talked about. His level up is basically like Daredevil's. Um, now the difference is that he has a way to stop you from getting to his back row. Uh, mm-hmm. Yep. Unless you have like stealth or something like that, but a lot of people will just opt not to attack. There, nobody's gonna get level you up until they feel they're ready to level you up. Now, which is great because you could still be attacking back. But the problem, though, is that unlike Daredevil, like Daredevil's issue, how do I do damage if nobody's swinging at me? You have to go really aggressive with Daredevil. The problem with Thing is his defense is terrible. Yep. So the thing is, he has to attack but not get struck back. Because then uh, if they strike you back, now all they got to do is take out who you were protecting. You might never level. So it's not that easy. But if he levels up, man. (laughs) Man. If they want to stun you, if they they want to uh, get some wounds on you, a lot of times, man, they're going to have to come on this attack. And if thing gets just a little bit of equipment, it's gonna be a problem. Oh yeah, it's gonna I mean, be a problem. I mean, on turn on turn two is 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 it's possible this dude could be have a Alicia Masters and an Impossible Man on him and and, and be at seven seven. So I mean, it's, it's <laughs> it can be yes. done. It can be done, and this dude is just gonna be swinging while folks don't want to attack him. That's that, okay. Now that's a problem. Right, <laughs> that's the problem. problem. You sit back. No, I'm not gonna help him get no XP. No, okay, you gotta attack. You gotta okay. attack. So, 
because because turn if anything you want to you want to be hitting this dude because when turn three gets here and you start getting some of that good good equipment man give me that quinjet give me that power loader oh you didn't want to attack me but now i'm i'm 10 8 anyway yeah yes okay it's it's looking a little bit more dangerous right a little bit more dangerous you just you just gotta send somebody as soon as somebody play thing and they play call on turn two you in trouble (laughs) you in trouble (laughs) about to equip thing with that power loader and go to work time like time to look back at the old company uh equipment core build that's what i'm saying so like it never works <laughs> consistently. Well, considering the fact that uh you might want to put some um Wakanda's in there, that's the one of the reasons why some of the company stuff didn't work. We didn't have a way to search for what we needed, but now we do. So it, it might change some things around. Like I said, depending on how people want to play them, because if they play them with equipment, they may be less likely to have a bunch of greens in here. For things ability, because they gonna just equip him and he gonna be huge automatically. Why even waste the why even waste the greens? Let me go ahead and put some equipments in here. Put the characters to match the equipments. Boom, you know I'm gonna play call on two, or I'm gonna play uh, um, primeval on two. You know, and then on three I'm gonna equip them with something. Go from there. Flip this yellow. Equip them. Go to work. You know. So, like I said, I mean even him being. Uh, seven five, with um, with a uh, active camo, is still problematic. You know. Yep. So, like I said, uh, people can sleep on him if you want to. I mean, I don't think he's a better character than Johnny, obviously, because Johnny has ease of use, flight range. He's just got a lot at his disposal. But I don't think people should be sleeping on thing. No, do not. You know, not sleeping uh, on him. Um, anybody who can get as big as he can, and then got the nerve to flip a green and say, "Oh, I'm gonna get double my attack," and you can't stun me. I mean, one hit from thing is taking out almost every single character that can come out, except for Cosmic Spider Man, which is the same conversation we had. <laughs> about the about the six drop thing, you know, like he's he's able to take out so many people with just a flip of a green, you know. So he's, the he's the type of character. What'd you say? Look at the flip of the green. Yep. So, like I said, uh, he's the type of character that makes your plot twist useless. So if thing levels up and you see greens. What are you what you gonna do? How many how many plots was you gonna play? If you're not stopping the combat, plots was just dead in your hand now. You know? So a uh, defensive you uh, think again a fallback. That's right. it. <laughs> That's it. That's it. How many you gonna you gonna sit back and play two, three uh, uh shocks and find covers? Nope. For, to stop one attack? No. Probably be won't better be off trying to not, it probably won't. You know, this dude gaining. And then, like I said, he could swing and you could shock it and then his response could be to flip the green. You know, so it's 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 a trip, dude. 
It's, it's a trip. I don't, I don't think we should be sleeping on Thing. I, I don't think he's going to be one of the heavy hitters for the new people that's out. But I, I don't think he's done to be joking around. And keep in mind, Red and Green have some of the hardest hitting people for yeah. support characters. That's what I was about to so, say. It's like, right. So don't don't sleep on that either. His he he has the ability to be huge and attack and be aggressive and, and have helpers with him. Like yeah. you like even if you even if he doesn't level, you can always put a gargoyle out there with a mic makes right. Now you got two folks just going in. He he's mm-hmm. trying to protect people. So you can put a lot of range hitters in there, put solo in there. Uh what's his name? Lambert works really well with him. Yep. Because Lambert will never get struck back. It's a lot of stuff you can do with him. I, you definitely shouldn't sleep on And then, of course, you're going back to Red Team and Chuck. You know, so because uh, he, got, he got both of the uh, colors in there. So, like I said, it's a, it's a lot. It's just a lot that I think he can do. The, the characters that they've given us, it's just great characters. They're just all around great characters. And they're thematic, you know, so um that's I think they're just fantastic, fantastic characters. They did uh they did the team well. So uh moving on to our support characters, first support character up is Super Scroll. Um Frightful Team seven, uh seven drop, six six with two health. He has keywords super scroll engineering at the start of your main phase, choose one. Put three one-one counters on Super Scroll. Super Scroll gain gets plus ten attack and can't be stunned during his next attack this turn. Super Scroll can attack protected characters this turn. Super Scroll has shrink and tough until your next turn. Push the limits. Main phase red. Choose another effect from Super Scroll engineer. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's messed up. They have some really good seven drops. <laughs> they do. <laughs> they do. You get these jokers out early, they're gonna be a problem. So technically with the red, you can use two of these abilities. Or or get two of these uh two of these abilities. So that's uh that's pretty good. Or or Oh, because it says choose another effect. So you can't get the same ability twice. Right. So you, you'd have to choose an ability you didn't uh, have this turn. So like I said, and uh, him being the two drop, I mean, him having two health means that you could crash him into somebody, then flip him back over, do the same thing. So on turn seven, if you don't stun Super Scroll, you know, you choose uh, Shrinking Tough until your next turn. And then uh, you got to deal with Gilgamesh. Like, say you go in second, they pull out, play Gilgamesh. He going to shrink go on Gilgamesh. You know, plus he'll, like, say he'll be tough if he blocking somebody. But if you give him plus 10 and can't be stunned during his next attack this turn, oh, he'll lose his plus 10. So shrinking tough will probably be the, uh, be the best bet if you're trying to deal with uh, Gilgamesh. But you can even play Gilgamesh and then equip him with something, and he'll still be, like I said, this this dude. Got, it's, it's just so got much options though for for every situation, right? It's just so much, so much going on. Yeah, thoughts on Super Scroll? It, it's pretty much been stated already. 
He's a beast. Yeah, because versatile yeah, beast. All, you just got to figure yeah, out is uh, he better than Doctor Doom? Right, sure. depending on <laughs> depending on your deck. Right? Yeah. Yeah, because uh, yeah, all these abilities you talked about on other characters, other Fantastic Four characters. So next up is Diablo, frightful character, uh, frightful team affiliation, three drop, four, four, one health, Master Alchemist, main phase, Diablo pays any two, yellow, green, blue, or red. Choose a supporting character on your side. They gain the following based on what he paid. So if you paid a yellow, which is air, he gets flight. Earth green, he gets plus five attack. Fire blue, he gets range. Water red, he gets a plus five defense. You're not so going to talk also about how those last two colors make no sense. <laughs> well, fire is energy. Ah, that's right. Right, because Johnny Storm uses blue too. And the red is the skill. I don't know why red is water, but I mean, red is skill based. But anyway, but uh, exactly. Yeah, so um, Earth and Fire makes sense to me. I, I they can do whatever with air and water. But if you got green and red, going back to being grim, you can make Diablo nine nine on three. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, yeah, this this dude could be problematic. I understand that it's gonna cost you. A lot, but it also depends on what you're gaining. You know, man, look here, this dude is ridiculous. Yeah, he is ridiculous. I don't. I understand that there's more setup required. I get it that you got to pay two at a time to get his abilities. I understand that some of the abilities might not be as good as others, but. I, what I'm looking at it is as is as a versatile beat beat stick. So mm-hmm. I can take this guy and I can put him in so many different strategies and strengthen that strategy at a ridiculous level. Like, yep. I'm not I'm I'm not even gonna get into any specifics, but characters that you want to stick around, you can make it so that they can stick around a lot longer with this guy's powers and this permanent powers. Yeah. Giving somebody plus five, plus five permanently. That's, that's pretty good. Can you imagine doing that to like a Jessica Jones or something like that? That's where I was just going with. (laughs) You know, like a lot of times, that's where I was going with. A lot of times people looking at, look at the cards and they, and they just think about the cost and they thinking about going on curve, but it doesn't have to be like that. Right. You know, you can drop him at any point in the game and really boost the character and just throw the whole situation off. He, he, he has a potential to really be a huge issue for your opponent. You just got to figure out how you want to do it. And what I like is the versatility behind it because some people are held back by not having flight and range. You mm-hmm. can change that just like that. You know, I like them. I really like them. Yeah. Don't know what I want to do no. with them yet, but I like them. The fact that he can underdrop and catch you up is a huge deal. That's a huge deal. You know, because. You got people out there. I mean, think about it. You got, I hate to do it, but let's go back to Wyatt Wingfoot. 
He already got six defense. If you keep him out on turn three, because what is wide wing foot? Two six with a three cost? Yeah. If I'm really trying to look at more cards and and do this this uh card game nonsense, then who am I looking at? I'm looking at Diablo. Why? Because that means I can give Wyatt Wingfoot five five. Even if I give Wyatt Wingfoot just the defense part of it, I don't care about the flight and range, just the defense part of it, that's gonna put me in a position to draw four cards every turn. No, seven eleven you know seven I'm... eleven Wyatt Wingfoot is just dumb. Right. <laughs> and he gives you all that all those extra cards and extra characters on the field. No, nah, yeah, that's that's ridiculous. Right. You can get, right, that's what I'm saying. You can get you can give uh Willie Lumpkin five defense and make sure he gets back to draw you four cards. Bruh. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Just just uh, I mean it it really seriously changes the game. It changes the strategy as far as what's acceptable, you know. I mean, you got one cost characters or one health characters rather that sometimes you're not going to play. But because this dude is three and you got a one cost or two cost character, you don't normally play. You can team those people up with this dude just because, you know, hey, I'm going to go ahead and give these people plus five plus five. You know, uh, you're going to be more willing to drop match on turn four. If you know you can give him five attack and you got Johnny Storm in the front protecting him. You got Sue Storm in the front protecting him with flight. Yup. You know what I mean? Because now I'm going to be swinging for what? Nine and give you nine negatives. It's a problem. That's a problem for a three cost. And keep in mind too. Um, think about consistency, because if this dude is a threat and the android is a threat, and Master Thinker goes and gets the android, if you whiff on the red, I believe you needed to go get the android. You can still play this dude, and it's still a problem. You know, if you sat back and used the shock to keep Master Thinker around, and then you give Master Thinker the the plus five on the defense and whatever else, now Master Thinker is able to swing on folks and do predictions and get the android. You know, like, are you kidding me? Like, man, the whole, whole situation messed up. Don't even get me started on the Doom bots. Like, oh, I'm, I'm going to bring out um, Diablo. I'm going to hide him with Sue Storm. Then on the next turn, I'm going to bring out the Doom Bot somehow, you know, from whatever invention or however however it happens, depending on how you work it, because there's other ways to hide uh, Diablo, which makes it worse, because now if you can hide this dude, you can play this mess later. And now you got the Doom Bots over here taking wounds for Doom, and it, it's, like I say, it's crazy. It's just crazy. The The stuff, the strategies you can come up with to keep these people alive now. So so playing one health characters isn't as bad as it used to be. You know. So like I said. Uh, yeah this dude he, he a problem. He a huge problem. I'm a, I think we gonna see a lot of him get played. Even if it's just to. Uh, um, just to just to give. I think it's gonna, he gonna make some unique combos. Because characters you wouldn't usually see. <laughs> Get uh get abilities. I think that's what we're gonna start seeing. People really need to you look know. through the look through their catalog and see what they can do. Yep, I agree. I agree. So now the next card is 
Let's see. Is this the next card? Next card is Impossible Man. Mm. So now, now remember we said on the last podcast mm-hmm. about Doom. How fast can Doom level? On two. <laughs> on two. <laughs> Doom can level now on two consistently. You know, so this is so impossible, man. Frightful. Six drop flight, six, six, one health. Omnifarious is his keyword. Impossible man can be played as a frightful equipment with cost one or frightful plot twist instead of as a supporting character. If you play him as the equipment, he'll equip a character and give him two, two. If you play him as a plot twist, he's any, uh, any turn combat, put a plus one, plus one counter on a character on your side in the combat. So Doom is leveling on two. Now we know. <laughs> now we know. Uh, one of my biggest concerns with Dr. Doom was do I have to spend his yellows to level? Because the problem is I really need his yellows to maximize Doombot yep. and uh, Kristoff. Yep. So when I saw this card, I was like, okay, got a problem now. <laughs> yep, sure do. We got a problem now. Because this guy can save you a lot of yellows. And that's problematic because what well, that's telling me for Gro- for Doom, he is a growing threat. He he is he already is a threat, but his ability to hold on to the board, I mean, because my first thought out the gate was okay, I'm gonna team up with predators, give him combi stick, give him active camo, you know, net launcher, whatever one cost, you know, equipments I could put in there, weed it out later how I want to tweak it or whatever. But they got what? Net launcher, combi stick. Um, uh, smart disc, active camo, all that stuff. That's that's sixteen cards right there. Plus, impossible man. That's twenty cards that cost you one. There's no way your doom should not be leveling on turn two, three at the latest. At the latest, it, if you're not leveling on three, you did something wrong. Because the difficulty about him leveling on two with the prayers is you. In order to level on two, you need to pull a Falcon Drone because you gotta, you know, you gotta play, you gotta pay one for the equipment. But if you got yellows, you got you got Wakanda. I can always flip my yellow back over. Yeah, I mean, I I'm yellows, saying, I'm I'm just saying, sans yellow. You you really should right. be, oh, yeah, yeah, you yeah. really should be leveling on two every time just because of what what you have access to. But the right. but the the goal would be to not have to use the yellow because then that, that means you can pull out more Doom Boss easily. But, yep. again, hey, if you got to use the yellow, you got to use the yellow. So, yeah, you should be leveling on two, and that's a problem. Indeed. And Impossible Man is like, oh, it's cool. Yeah, I'm, I'm down with it. You know, let's go ahead and level on two. Because I thought, I thought for sure with Doom, it's probably going to be closer to three. But now, it, it two is a lot. Two should definitely be a lock as far as leveling up. You know, that's that's good as done. You know, so 
because because this right here, there's just so much versatility in this box, dude. This dude breaks a wizard too, man. I completely forgot about him. Doggone. It's just it's just a lot of versatility. Mm-hmm. The it's it's you gotta be really good at your doggone job to have this much versatility and not break the game. Cause I don't feel like anything is broken yet. You know what I mean? Yeah. But the the power creep is real. Because, like I said, you you got so much multi-purpose stuff, you know. Like like, uh, wait a minute, we talked about it yet? Yeah, like last time when we talked about uh, what's that card? Doom can play this card, or a frightful character can play this card and draw two cards, but that also goes in harmony with wizards level up and Doom's level up condition. You know, I'm like, good grief. So, like I said, uh, I don't see impossible man even making play. People are just going to use him for equipment or or a counter. I don't even know what his, his stats and health is. After I saw his abilities, I, was, I wasn't even looking at that. <laughs> right. He's 6'6 six, six with flight and one health. Oh, no, you're not like, playing yeah, him. He's a, he's a slightly okay six drop, but why? I'm not playing him. <laughs> right. That's what I'm saying. You know, when I can sit back and use him as a 2-2 a equipment in a pinch and boost somebody up, that's going to be better than him on six. Okay, I'll do that. You know, so like I said, uh, he he going yeah he gonna get the job done. He gonna help characters level and all all types of mess. And like I said, he's gonna help Doom level, and he's gonna help uh, uh, Wizard level. You know, because both of them need plot twists to do it. So I'm like, Psh. yeah, he, he, the versatility is real. So let's get over here to Mole Man, who I think is one of the biggest threats. This dude is a gigantic threat. So we got Mole Man, Frightful, 6-drop, range, five nine two health. Mole Man's first ability, well, technically, this is, uh, no, this is his one ability. Molecular Manipulation, main phase. Like you said, Mole Man, I'm like, Mole Man. No, Molecular, Molecular Man. <laughs> molecule <My> Man. <laughs> Molecule. That's why, this is why I get sitting in the dark. Let me make this phone lighter. <laughs> Molecule Man. They said this thing was wrong about nine times. Molecule Man. Six drop, range, five nine, two health. Molecular manipulation. Main phase, blue or discard an unstable molecules plot twist, which is interesting because that is a fantastic four plot twist. Choose one. Matter to energy. KO another supporting character on your side, put plus one plus one counters equal to its cost on a character on your side. Energy to matter. Remove any number of plus one plus one counters from a character on your side. You may put a character with cost equal to that number from your KO pile onto your side. Bruh. Do you understand? How dangerous this is. Yep. This is one of the most dangerous cards we have read in a long time. This dude got the nerve, the unmitigated gall to be on the same color as Johnny. 
and on a different team, which means and he uses wilds. Team. Uses wilds. And if you're playing Johnny, that means you can have access to unstable molecules. And yeah. it's a main phase ability, right? Yep. Which means that you can attack with the character and then use the ability to add counters or vice versa. Because it's main phase. Yeah. But my thing is, you have a situation here. Well, let's say I played Miss America on five. I use my blue ability and I got Johnny in the back row. Johnny got three counters, right? Then I um, use uh, what? What's what is that thing? The plot twist, A Force plot twist. Build a better world. I use build a better world to flip my blue back over, right? And I add a blue to Johnny. Miss America's still blocking, and I play Molecular Man on six. So I play Miss uh, Miss America on five. I play Molecular Man on six. I got six counters now. If Molecule, Molecule Man, if he KOs. Uh, Miss America and I add all those counters then that means on 7 if I get rid of those counters I can bring out Gilgamesh on 7 instead of on 8 or you can actually uh, bring out a 9 or 10 drop if you want to and if you've ramped then that means you bring out huge people way ahead of time you just got to figure out how to get them in your KO pile, which is not hard to do. It is not, especially if you've been playing with something like Pixie, you know, and you just got you just got big people, you know. So, like I said, it's uh not not sweating that. Uh, you might have mind gems or mind games in the deck or something like that. So, yep. you know, uh, you can have Gambit. Either one of the Gambits will put people in your KO pile, too. So, like I said, it's uh, it's plenty of ways to get that to happen. But like I said, his ability to bring out, uh, because you're taking away counters in order to, um, in order to be able to bring somebody out. Uh, even if you didn't use Miss America, let's say you use Flint, and you absorbed all the counters from a bunch of people, and he stays out there. The very first turn you play Molecule Man, you might have enough counters to put. Oh, I'm gonna put. Uh, I'm gonna play Flint. I'm gonna turn him sideways. I'm gonna play this. Uh, might makes right on Flint. Now Flint got uh, six counters. You know, or you you already had Johnny, and you already got Greens in the deck. You play Megan. She replicates the amount of counters that people on your side already have. Then if you play Flint on, like, let's say five, he takes all those counters off of those people and put them on himself. You turn him sideways, he might have eight, nine counters. Then you play Johnny, you flip the blue, and then you play another green for Megan, and she's replicating those counters too. So now what you're saying is if Flint has a lot of counters and Megan has a lot of counters, if you can't get rid of both the counters on both of them, by turn six, he's just going to take the amount of counters from just one of them and use those counters to bring out Gil- Gilgamesh on turn six. 
That's just a messed up proposition. It's a lot of setup, but man, is that is that's a Gilgamesh that's on six. Is that's what I'm saying? It, and it, granted, like you say, it take a lot of setup, but the ability to to be able to pull something like that off, and you can't get rid of this dude. It's, it's going to be rough. Especially with all these. We got about three or four MCs that have ways to just hold stop up. attacks. Hold up. You know what I just realized? You just discard this dude with uh, with Prowler. You play this ability on turn four when Johnny might have six counters on. And you might start bringing out some big people early anyway. Mm. Prowler you know always I mean? comes in handy, doesn't he? <laughs> you know, so mm-hmm. using using this ability because you can use one ability or the other. You know, you don't have to use. Um, you know, what would be funny if you used the ability to bring him out early to bring Molecule Man out early? That would be funny. You know, so <laughs> like I'm gonna take all these six uh, these six counters off of uh, Johnny. To bring Molecule Man out, <laughs> and I can always ditch Molecule Man uh, for Prowler to use his ability for some reason, and then I can always ditch uh, a Blue for uh, the Molecule Man that's out. You know, so it's gonna cost a lot of Blues, but like I said, it'll be worth it just to get just to get all these people out, be able to swarm the field for free. Psh, works for me. You know, so like I said. uh, this is this is a this is this is pretty good, dude. I think this dude he he's I think he's problematic. I think he's definitely pro- problematic. Additional any additional thoughts on uh, Molecule Man? No, man, my head hurt after all that. <laughs> so <laughs> mine slightly do, but that's probably because I'm hungry. So Mephisto uh, is next up. Last character is a frightful. He's an eight drop, seven twelve, three health. He has bond with Zarathos, Bill Fades Blue, <clears throat> KO another supporting character on your side and put a Ghost Rider supporting character from your hand onto your side. I can I can see that working. because uh, it's not gonna cost you, you know, it's not gonna cost you anything. Uh you KO one drop and still bring out a Ghost Rider, so that's that's decent. Uh deal with the devil. Bill Face Yellow, offer a deal to an enemy player. Now, to read this trash from the blog. No, man, it's every, every, you know what? <laughs> every preview now. In the, in the, in the words of C Stacks, I'm not reading this. <laughs> I'm not reading this. So, no, you read it. When you got a chance, y'all read it. Go to the blog and read this, <laughs> what this, this is. And in the end, you ain't you ain't gonna be striking no deals with nobody. <laughs> and on turn eight, I ain't trying to strike no deals. I'm trying to kill you. If you if you alive on turn eight, most likely I've done something really, really right or really, really wrong. If you alive on turn eight. And this is an odd place to put him because I'm figuring if I'm trying to get to Dark Phoenix, I'm playing Jungle Hunter on seven. And I'm just playing a nine drop. I'm not playing no eight drops. You know what I mean? All let, right. Let me ramp to seven. You know, thoughts on Mephisto? All right. So, 
This is a weird card, man. Um, it is. What's his stats again? Seven twelve, three health. Three health. Okay. And his ability is a yellow. It's a blue. You KO support character on your side and put a Ghost Rider supporting character from your hand onto your side. Okay. So first of all, I think deal with the devil is a yellow. I think he may be worth it just for that. Just for Ghost Rider's ability. If you build the deck around that, he may be worth it just for that. Just to get a free stun. And add uh, board advantage. You get you're getting a you're getting a legitimate direct stun. You're getting a legitimate stun on attack or an extra attack. And you're getting a decent attack with a drop. It's not great, but I mean, he, I'm sure he can hit somebody. <laughs> Barely. I mean, with seven Barely. attack, you can probably at least take a swing on an MC. Right. Um. That deal ability is really dependent on a person, a person's, a person's own ability to play that type of game. There are some people in this world, I consider myself one of them, who can make this work. There are other people that will never be able to make this work because they don't have that type of thought process. Let's just put it like that. Um, that being said, there are also some people that will just say no automatically because they just think if you're making a deal, obviously you got something up your sleeve and I'm just not giving you the opportunity to do it. So I'm just going to blank your yellow. Right. So right. Uh, I don't know. It's to me, the blue ability makes him worth playing. And again, we were talking about earlier about how to make use of um, Invisible Woman. I think he might really fit well in an invisible woman. But then again, you're trying to use Franklin on turning. So I don't know, man. It's um it's I haven't wrapped my head around it yet. It's a lot going on in this in this box. This whole box is just like, hey, I'm just gonna throw as much powerful and expensive crap at you and let you work on it. That's and I. Yep. It's just it's just a lot, man. But I mean, he, I can see him working. I mean, that Ghost Rider power alone means that on your turn eight, you just you probably have two sevens and an eight drop out there. And consider that you considering that you can get some of these characters out early, really easily. It might even be more ridiculous than that. So I don't know. Like like I said, on turn eight, if you're still alive. I've done something very, very wrong or I've done something very, very right. Depending on the deck. I can't argue with you. Because if if I'm if if I'm a, the usual, what, what do they say, spike player? If I'm a spike player and unfortunately it looks like Cosmic is going to start leaning that way, especially with Johnny around, um, you should be dead. Before you can play this dude, see. Real so here's the thing, though. In this box alone, there are about three or four MCs that can just flat out cancel attacks. Right. So that's that's why I say that Ghost Rider might that Ghost Rider play might be viable just because he can get around it. 
That's true. That is true, because you could have a deck where you've been able to discard, because there's a lot of people using yellows. You might use Cosmo, not Cosmo, um, Cypher with the yellow and put stuff in your KO pile just because you know that's going to work in your favor later on. Because who do we talk about earlier that wanted stuff in the KO pile? Um, Molecule Man. Molecule Man. Let me see. Molecule Man. Uh, You may put a character with a cost equal to that number from your KO pile on the... Yeah. Yeah. And that looked like that's right up Doom's alley because Doom is using yellow and blue. And Cypher is using yellow and Molecule Man is using blue. You know, so, but we got a lot of characters that's using yellow this time around. Whole lot. Yellow and blue is going crazy in this box. Ridiculous. It makes sense since it's a. So, yeah. It's cosmic power and cosmic power Mm -hmm. and intelligence all over the box. Right, right. So, like I said, this, uh, me personally, uh, like I said, I, I I want as many options as possible. But as soon as I put Mephisto in the box, that means I'm gonna put I'm playing with blues minimum. It might be playing with yellows, but also it means that uh, I'm playing with Ghost Rider. So he's absorbing my six drop spot, my seven drop spot. Mephisto is absorbing my eight drop spot. Ghost Rider ain't the best seven drop, and Mephisto ain't the best eight drop. So what we doing? You you uh, you're gonna play two seven drops, two different seven right. drops. Right, you want to you want to play a seven drop and then you and then play bring X. Ghost Rider out right. for free. No, not necessarily. What I want to do is play Ghost Rider, have enough people in the KO pile to instantly stun you, and then use Ghost Rider to swing on somebody else. I don't want to play a seven drop that's just gonna swing. Ghost Rider is giving me a two two stun favor. So I can play Ghost Rider on seven, then play Mephisto, and then play Ghost Rider again, and hopefully you're dead now. That works too. You know, here's <laughs> hoping you just dead. Cause I'm like, dude, if you we'd have made it to I mean, think about all the games we've been playing. The testing this year we've done is the most testing we've done in a long time, if ever. And these are some of the best results we've gotten. Aside from what the test that we did for Gen Con, you know what I mean? Like we've done more testing, but I mean, we, we really did some thorough stuff for Gen Con because we had more MCs to go through than we did for the test that we did for uh, these for some of these formats. Right. So, well, because some of these formats, you just knew out the gate. OK, these people trash, you know, and, and, <laughs> and then we, we still test them. Right. Right. So we, we still tested people, even though we think they trash so for a uh, cosmic format. But like I said, with with this, you got characters that's five health. You know what I mean? So if you're aggressive enough and you putting three wounds on people, turn seven, Ghost Rider, stun them. Turn eight, Mephisto, flip the blue, Ghost Rider, stun them. Game. That's what I'm looking at. If I'm playing Mephisto and I'm playing, if you're going to force me to put these characters in my deck, I'll play one, I got to play the other, then I need to have access to game winning stuff. And Ghost Rider can get you two stuns back to back. Well, you already know your boy trying to kill on ASAP. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I'm, 
Because I'd be tired of some of these OP people turn, coming out on turn eight. I'm sick of seeing Gilgamesh, dude. So tired of seeing Gilgamesh, I don't know what to do. Amen. So, like I said. Kill your opponent before uh, Gilgamesh and DP come out. That's what I always try to do. <laughs> that's what we've been trying to do. <laughs> Shoot. Uh, what you call it? Been making that happen. Crycheck definitely been making that happen. So, but now we got one last card, and I'm really, I'm really liking these plot twists. I'm really, really liking these these uh, frightful plot twists. Last plot twist we got: observe and adapt. Frightful plot twist. You may play this as a copy of any plot twist in an enemy KO pile. This loses the enemy plot twist team affiliations. That is great. That is a great plot twist. I'm not saying it's a four of, obviously, because you got a situation where um, you don't want to get overloaded with this card, and now you just stuck playing shock, you know, some nonsense like that. But this is a fantastic card. Just just to have a few of in the deck, a couple of in the deck, and, and you got late game stuff. And people played, uh, they played um, Friend from Work. You know what I mean? They played Sokovia Chords. You know what I'm saying? They played some stuff that you couldn't put in your deck, but now you got access to it. I'm down. I'm definitely down. Yeah. But I've also had situations where I've played, where I've played decks that were solid and hardly had any, any plot twist in them at all. At all. Right. So now it's like, oh man, this is a dead card until he plays something that's worth playing, you know. So, yeah. But like I said, this is uh this is good stuff right here. This is good stuff. Um, yeah. <clears throat> all right. So first of all, in Wizard, this is a five out of five plot just yep. right out the bat because yep. Wizard will always be able to make this card useful no matter what. Uh, so nothing else really needs to be said about that. Uh, and the rest of the Frightful team, it's a little bit more situational. Mm-hmm. But because I think because I think the Fantastic Four team is going to see a lot of play and because I think Invention is so powerful, I think this is good just because you get the copy unstable molecule. That alone, I think, yeah. makes it worth it. And then when you think about the plot twists that are being played, anytime you face off against a photo deck, this plot twist mm-hmm. is going to be useful at some point. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, think again gets played still. So <laughs> if you're playing against Thor, you got to think again. You got you got access to um, what's that? Dramatic entrance. It's it's a good card. I don't yes. think it's a four of in any deck but Wizard, but it's a good it's a good card. Whenever you use it, it's a good card. I agree. I agree. And like I said, I, I, I don't see it being a four left, of man. What'd you say? How many cards are left that, that we that haven't been previewed? Um twelve. Twelve cards. I think it's 12. I don't have a paper in front of me, but I counted it up. And I added that I made the assumption 
because we have Earth and space in this uh, set that we'll see an Earth and space basic. So going from that assumption, I think we have 12 cards left because we've seen all the uh, MCs because we got four MCs for each team, which is standard for a 200 set uh, box. We get in the basics, which is standard uh, for a 200 card box. So um, counting all that together and because I think we got like 42 cards left. Yeah, so I think we got like uh, 10 cards that'll be four ofs and maybe an invention that we'll have two ofs or an invention that we'll have one of and one of. So um, we probably got like, because uh, we haven't, have we really seen anything for Fantastic Four that's not an invention, that's a plot twist? Um. No, we haven't seen any plot twists for Fantastic Four. It's not an invention yet. Okay. So um, I think we still got some stuff left to see for uh, both these teams. But I think we're leaning towards seeing a few more inventions and then uh, go from there. Because this, this box right here is already so strong. I'm really wondering, dude, what is the Frightful box going to have? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I know. Because I'm like, dog, gone. And then you figure with Galactus, with the Herald stuff, okay, y'all got a, what is it, a 60-card 60, 60 box? What are they going to have? They got to have stuff that's got to keep up with this. Like you can't come up with no no three drops that's like two two, you you know what I mean? Like you gonna have to have some strong abilities because this stuff is strong, man. This is like some game altering stuff. You don't you don't check for this. I mean, some of this stuff we're gonna have to have more strategic builds. You know, all these plot twists. You got to deal with wizard. Time for combi sticks. Time for danger rooms. You know what I mean? Uh, to deal with um deal with the mole man, you need way more locations in your deck. Instead of average of 12 locations, you're probably looking at 14 to 15 locations, if not more. You know? I think Just to deal with mole man. I think what you're looking at is you're going to have some weaknesses in your deck. That's what I think you're looking at. You, you, you can't account no way to plan for stuff, everything. Man. You, can't, right, you can't plan for everything. Yeah, it's impossible. It's impossible. And that's the same thing I did for Gen Con. I was like, hey, look, you know, for last year's Gen Con, I said, hey, uh, this is a combat-based MC. I'm going to deal with the combat. Anybody who's, you know, alt-win, they got me. And the two people I lost to was alt-win. Boom. That's it. You know, so it wasn't, wasn't nothing I could do. I just I just took my chances. You know, but I, I definitely think these characters, man, uh, I'm sure, pretty sure people probably already proxying them. Um, I definitely think that they... They're gonna change the game. Like I said, I, I knew I was I was trusting that super super awesome games was gonna bring us some heat, which they did, which is why we had the four horsemen as uh the gauntlet. But I we knew we knew that uh with the stuff that they was gonna bring, that we was gonna have to start shifting around what the gauntlet was. So uh any last thoughts for uh 
Fantastic Battles preview? Well, first of all, uh, in regards to what you just said, I don't even know if they push the gauntlet out. I think we just – they just uh, – if they push the four horsemen out, I think they just added more no, horsemen to, to the it. stable. They didn't, <laughs> they, didn't, they didn't push them out. So they didn't push nobody out. But uh, fantastic box, man. Very appropriate for the name. It is. This – this is probably the most impactful box since uh, A Force. I, and honestly, it might be more impactful than that. This this I box this is changing is, the whole game. Like yeah, whatever you this were doing, is the before, most impactful box. Because what they had to do was they had to get Photo Universe strong enough to be contendable, to, and they had to make sure that the power creep on this was serious enough that you might you might be able to say hey you know what I don't need to go back to the Marvel Battle Box I don't need to go back I don't need to go all the way back because the power creep is so ridiculous in this box I might not need to go all the way back you know I hope that yeah we keep doing photo at the, the beginning of the year but I really hope uh, we get another another format that allows us to use Fantastic Four. It doesn't make logical sense for this t- these type of cards to come out, and then you create a format after Gen Con where we can't even use the the latest cards in the set. That doesn't make logical sense. You know what I mean? I'm sitting up here trying to <laughs> I'm sitting up here trying to figure out what cards from the first box you would actually be able to play. My point, <laughs> my my whole point, because that two four two four five stat block is terrible, and and the first few sets is littered with that trash, you know, like we got so many unplayable MCs from the first few sets, either because they was trash, even though they was thematic out the gate, or because they uh they just got power creeped out the way. And there's no way to go back, you know. So um, some of these stats now, like I said, Doombot is a four drop that's seven seven. Dude, you remember a few years ago, She Hulk was the four drop you was looking for. She five five. You you know what I mean? So it's like Doombots is coming out the gate, flight range, bucket shots. We can we can fly, we can block, we taking you know wounds from uh, we taking a hit for Doom, we taking a hit for Kristoff. We taking a hit for all the people repping Doom, like Latveria's son. You know what I mean? So it's it's, it's just, it, like I said, this this frightful team. I mean, I like the Fantastic Four, yeah. but this frightful that team. Latveria could. Right. You know? So, like, this, this Latveria team. Saying. I mean, uh, this this uh, frightful team is ridiculous. First of all, all Man. the four drops in this set is dumb. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They are all ridiculously huge. So, like I said, it's uh, it's man, <laughs> like I said, this is gonna be. Uh, I really hope, I really, really hope that Gen Con fires because if if Gen Con goes off, we I think we are really going to see some super creative decks. 
we're going to see some some really really creative decks. I mean, just think about some of these inventions and some of these inventors being in like the Predator set. Some of some of these people, you may be able able to um, you may be able to uh, use them for aliens because that's what I'm thinking of. Is, is some of these people going to be able to to soup up aliens? You know what I mean? Because if you can soup up aliens and you got access to build the hive and you got access to chest burst, you know, stuff like that. So I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm, that's what I'm trying to see. Is, is this going to make aliens better? The answer so far is no. But depending on what we get in the next two sets, I'm really wondering if this is going to make the Xenos better. Predators are already looking at this stuff, looking at chops because... The last thing you need is to make predators better, you know, because so as far as making them consistent, stuff like that, last thing you want to well, do. Some of the some of the characters on this team fit right into the empty spots on predators. Yeah, they do. They do. Yeah. So this is this is going to be interesting. Yeah. yeah. So go ahead and wrap this podcast up. It's your boy, Cell, along with my co-host, Vern. Reach out to us at TeamApexForTheWin at gmail.com. It's TeamApexForTheWin at at gmail.com. We'll see you guys in the collective.